Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. This is Patrick, your Game Master, your Podcaster, and your Crit Blaster, here to welcome you to episode 69 of Cosmic Crit. We are down to the final five episodes of Dead Suns, season one of our podcast, and I have to say that I cannot wait until you get to hear all of them. This, uh, this has been a journey we've been on these last 18 months with my five friends, and it has been some of the most rewarding GMing and tabletop role-playing that I've gotten to play in my entire life. We have created this cast of characters and an ongoing universe that I have been really proud to share with everyone out there listening right now. We basically started out with this idea to record our games on a whim, you know, just to see if people were as interested in Starfinder as we were. So I just wanted to take this introduction to thank you all for listening and hint that we have some pretty exciting announcements in the next few weeks if you want more from the Cosmic Crit crew in 2019. But that's for the future. For right now, this is a long episode, so I hope you all don't mind. So we are finishing up book six, Empire of Bones. Let's get back into it. This is episode 69, entitled... The Raiders Raiders of the the Loot Ark. Last time on Cosmic Crit. Alakoths go down a lot faster at level 12 than at level 6. We took those three Alakoths down in a hurry. Those monsters Alakrossed the wrong rat. Making the guy in control of this dreadnought angry is a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see how it plays out for us. Those Kurobozus sure gave us what for, but we gave it right back. It's not a real skill, but we are getting exceptionally good at fighting enemies in doorways. We breached the command deck and found a mysterious set of glass cases. Are those glass cases filled with loot? Give me your loot! Hey, Dross, that's my line! Now give me your loot! I'm kind of hoping there's a flask amongst these treasures. Still searching for a way to keep the corpse fleet from procuring the superweapon. I hope there's a destroy superweapon button in there. Episode commencing in 3, 2, 1. Episode initiated. Who goes there? Why, it's the fine research scientists inhabiting the South Pole in this week's episode of The Cosmic Thing from Another World. My name is Patrick, and I am the GM here on your show. You're gun-wielding McCready, and we're testing blood samples and getting to the bottom of a shape-shifting psychic monstrosity on this week's episode. Trapped in an Antarctic station with me are my five friends and potential alien doppelgangers to my left. A cute Siberian husky bounding its way over the frozen tundra. It's Drew playing that Phelps bar. Diabetes. To his left, the station's doctors whose long arms won't help him when they get bitten off. It's Jabert playing Andis 147. <laughs> hey, Patrick. Across the digital table, Wilford Brimley building a spaceship in an underground bunker. It's Miles playing Rainy Quindar. Oh, yeah, prank you two. To his left, her Solarian weapon is a flamethrower made for burning bones. It's Rebecca playing Alindra Vallis. Hello, hello. And finally to my right, Kurt Russell drinking gasoline while the world burns around him. Styler playing a Dross Veronis. I wasn't the thing at the end. It's the other guy who's the thing at the end because you don't see his breath in the cold weather, meaning Spoiler. he's already dead. Spoiler. <laughs> it's up to interpretation. <laughs> the thing. <laughs> 
John Carpenter's The Thing, classic. Great movie. It is a great movie. Great. I would say great I, universe. I thought that you were going to make the Siberian Husky Mr. McScruffins. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 one, no one plays Mr. McScruffins on the show, so they really introduced that. <laughs> I've been worried for a year and a half that Mr. McScruffins is going to be that monster, and we'll know right after we get out of this that, oh, we all made it through the Empire of Bones. Oh, but McScruffins is the thing monster. <laughs> I will fucking quit the show. <laughs> yeah, spoilers for next well, Halloween, now. guys. stop while we're ahead so we don't spoil anything um let's instead of looking forward let's look behind us to what happened last time on the show where we last left off you guys dealt with the three elikoths had a chit chat with the captain of the ship gurdnashal the skeletal looking vesk and then you stole up upon the bridge section of the ship. You came across this trophy room where we are right now. You're attacked by three deadly monk-like undead, which Andis uh, at the end was able to figure out or Coroboros, Corabuzos. Mm-hmm. I forget out. I forget <laughs> what they're called. They're called Corabuzos. Jeff Bezos. Corabuzos. <laughs> I believe. Uh, the and mummy. then, yeah. After vanquishing them, you all have a room full of plunder ahead of you. And that's where we're at right now. Yeah. So I do have written down in my notes that I was fatigued. Is that something that I need to worry about right now? Well, yeah, you are. You're feeling the fight. Uh, one of the uh, Corbozos uses this ability that Andis... Uh, they know is is, uh, known as black epoxia where they send out this cone of just not being able to catch breath. So like while you're trying hard to like kill this other one, uh, your lungs were just not um, taking in oxygen, uh, which is indeed gives you the fatigue condition. I believe we rolled it uh, last week. It is minutes that it lasts. So if you just take a rest and try and, like, get your breathing under control, it goes away as you guys are investigating the trophies. Okay. And the same goes, I believe, I believe that Dross was hit by a different ability from oh, from yeah. one of them, the, uh, the Sage's Bane ability. I had a few minuses going for me. Yeah. <laughs> it's been kind of the... It's been kind of a Dross's um, claim to fame. It's, it's getting some status effects, getting hit with some I, conditions. I, I am uh, Mr. Debuff. <laughs> yeah. uh, right, so what do you guys want to do? Uh, Nack would like to investigate uh, the room, searching for specifically traps around any of these uh, any of these things, and just maybe seeing what's <laughs> in the glass cases. Don't see anything in the way of traps, but as I said, there's these four main cases uh, here that are stuck to the ground. They have these wide bases, and you see um, transparent aluminum kind of showing off uh, with some soft lighting, the contents within, and then a fifth one comes down in the center of the room from overhead. So there's five in total, and yeah, they, they look like, uh, uh, as you were walking through, maybe some hybrid items, some magical technological mishmash. Some of them look very old, like they could be in a museum. Um, hmm. do, do we just want to go through them and, and take a look, see if you guys can figure out what they are? Yeah. yeah, this, yeah. One, this yeah. one in the back right looks uh, very interesting to me. <laughs> time, time for a bit of the smash and grab. <laughs> back right, you say? Okay, I'm just going to read them in the order that I <laughs> here in the AP. So, oh, yeah, wow, that's the one that's first. <laughs> 
So just taking a look at it, inside this case is a large alien-looking skull, maybe from an, uh, some unknown monstrous humanoid race. And inside the skull's ocular cavities are two large fire-red sapphire gems. And you see them kind of uh, giving off of, uh, a faint glow. And indeed, Raimi, if you if you study them magically, they are giving off a faint uh, necromatic energy. So to figure out what these are, perhaps what they do, this is a mysticism check if you want to study them for a bit. Uh, you right. might get a little bit of a bonus if you want to crack them out of this case first. Sure. Um, while we're doing this, can I uh, use sidereal influence to meditate for one minute and uh, use graviton powers to increase my mysticism abilities? That seems like something Lindra can do. It's a real thing. Yeah. I'm not just making it up. What if you were? I'm like, <laughs> I, I'm not double chicken. No, yes. Um, that That is useful because you guys can combine and aid whoever wants to, to roll mysticism check on, on this one. I can yeah. aid. I, mean, I, I, can, I can go ahead and roll it. Mm. I'll aid. Do you want to open it up first or you want to go ahead and uh, just see if you can figure it out from sight? Uh, I want to see if I can figure it out from sight, just in case it might be something that's booby-trapped or cursed. Sure. Um, everyone can can roll an aid besides Miles. Oh, wait, no. Stop. Stop. <laughs> Miles Don't rolled a natural us. 20. Yeah. First roll. Um, <laughs> believe it or not, it's less than a, a DC 40. <laughs> so everyone's like, I think they're in your... Ramey. No. <laughs> Excuse me. No. Uh, yeah, these are... You don't even need to, to pick them up to know what they do. Uh, they seem to be the magical eyes of an inevitable, a construct outsider that is like built to hunt down the spawns of chaos in the universe. So these are usually from another plane of existence, these creatures. These eyes specifically you have seen, you know, harvested from these magical constructs. They're known as the eyes of Rian. And they can be magically infused into your own eyes, giving you dark vision to 120 feet, like long range dark vision capacitors. But uh, you can also <laughs> use them, pick one eye up and let it out. And it becomes like a spy drone, you know, um, oh, that's dope. You can use the other eye to kind of see, see what it sees. Uh, so just like a, a drone kind of, mechanics yeah. spy. Hmm. That could come really and, handy as we're exploring this section of the ship. It is, yeah, it's a level 13 hybrid magical item. You can use it just like the, the the drone capability, or if you want, like I said, anyone can infuse these into your own eyes, and your eyes turn into, like, sapphires. <laughs> and then you, you <laughs> they have... look like Yanosh uh, like in uh, Ghostbusters 2 when he's walking to the highway. Wait, the, Google that out. real quick. Uh, <laughs> yes, it looks, looks exactly the museum like guy when he visits Dana Barrett's apartment and during the blackout in New York, and then you see him walk in the hallway. And it's like basically like flashlight eyes. What do you, what do you, what do you think? Uh, I've got uh, Rain Man like recall for these scenes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know what that looks I mean, like, but I'm going to say yes. Yeah. Uh, so that's what this is. You guys can uh, take a look at these and get to opening up this case. It will take a couple of sword hits or uh, an engineering check. I'm sure you'll have that if you want to take some time right now. The second item, the maybe uh, clockwise from that one, the lower right-hand corner of the room, inside this case is the skull and spine of a humanoid, and wrapped around it, uh, this partial skeleton, is a two-foot-long 
metallic centipede covered in runes and gems. It does not move, but by the look of its unnatural curled position and its articulation in which it rests, it very much makes it look like it is alive. And I actually have art for this one, which I'm excited Ooh. about. Yeah, give me that art. Give me that art. Look at this guy. Oh my god. Ah. Why, why, why are these things so creepy? Do they need to be this I creepy? I that want looks like it. some Indiana Jones stuff. Yeah, right I, like, I want that on my desk right now. Oh, it can be yours, especially <laughs> if you can, with a mysticism check, figure out what it is. So once again, I'll allow everyone to aid if you want, and then we'll figure out what. Natural 20 from Alindra. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Calm it down. I also, get a, I also get a 1d6 insight bonus on top of that. Well, you're, you're, just, so you're aiding, so <laughs> you've got that aid. And let's see, Miles, what did you roll? Uh, 28. Okay, so that is not enough to figure out what this is. We need some insight from other team members. Got a, an aid from an Andis, aid from a Knack, and let me double check my notes. Don't even oh. ask me. Don't even ask me. Bro. <laughs> thank, thank goodness we don't need to go to Edros rolling because uh, that's uh, that's a thirty-four that you guys have rolled, and this is a, a DC thirty-three as well. Figure out what this guy is. Inside uh, this case, this this item, it is a hybrid magical item that you know of, and you can kind of sense, Raimi, just this transmutative alchemy that is infused into this technological construct. Inherent in this creature's form is a techno-magic virus that rewrites DNA and computer code, enhancing underlying strength. So you know by allowing this weird centipede called a rune worm to crawl into your body and fuse with your spine, it will enhance any ability score by plus four, like a Mark II oh. personal upgrade. Oh, nice. Can this uh, be used uh, in addition to a personal upgrade, or does it take the place of one? Oh, I'm not done. Oh. In addition to that, uh, this thing is so potent, so magically powerful, it can also turn an existing plus four personal upgrade into a plus six personal upgrade. Oh, oh man. That's, well, there's going to be some fights over that, boy. Yeah, this entire episode is just the the Drift Rider party killing one another. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> take, take this item. But yeah, this is a rune worm. Excited you guys got to figure out what that was. Uh, a fun note, whoever does take it, it has to crawl in through your ear. So you get to have that oh. uh, mental oh. image. Like in Hitchhiker's Guide. As, yes. the, as the party member That's with a- the biggest ears, I think that it just makes sense that I take it. Oh, mm-hmm. logically, <laughs> as I guess. The party member with no e- I, as the party member with no ears, it makes more sense that I that the draw sticks. <laughs> oh, it's got to find a, another <laughs> hole then if you don't have any. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't think Edros will want that because you are looking at this third case in the lower left hand corner here because this one's got a weapon in it. It is oh. a, <laughs> a long, what is it? long hafted golden weapon, almost like a lance, but you see at its head several large exhausts, like exhaust ports, crusted yes. with plasma burns. Very, oh, very easily like plasma. delineated, you know, from fire or electricity. It looks like the the staff weapons, um, if you guys watch Stargate, but the, the gold mm. kind of... Uh, that's how cool. it uh, worked. So it's got like some kind of technological device at the end where it would be and an, a blade. But yeah, at at one end is a, a ruby 
a crystalline matrix, and yeah, it indeed looks like it is used to guide some kind of plasma blade that comes out of the, the head of the staff. This one is not a mysticism check to figure out what this thing does and is. It's going to be engineering. Oh, I got this one. I know uh, weapons. <laughs> oh, no. Um, oh, boy. Okay. Aha! <laughs> I think All I've right. seen these before. They're called... Lysum and Dysum Plasma Death Rays. Uh, uh, all, all right, but let, 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 let me look at it. Are you reading my notes, Tyler? <laughs> all right. How does a 38 do? Oh, thank you. Thank you, Andy. I think uh, I know what it is, Andis. I don't need your I don't need your opinion or help. Good, good, good point. I just turned it on for him and then hand it to him. <laughs> yeah, you might not know what it is, Andis, but you know what it does for sure. And you recognize... It have been of somewhat advanced magical construction, but it is a technological item at its heart. The markings on it, maybe Nat can take a look, and you understand them to be kind of ancient in in a way, or at least hundreds of years old, and belonging to the Knight Knights of Galerion. Hmm. Uh, and just taking a look at over it, you see that the the switches and a, a battery capacity, and figures out that it actually works as two different weapons hmm. one one melee and one ranged the melee <laughs> end of it works like an inferno flame doshko ah. and the <laughs> the range side of it is a white star plasma caster jeez Ooh. Oh, guys, did I mention that uh, Oh, we're near the end of <laughs> this season? Yeah. It's time to get some some good, good stuff. Hey, guys. Hey guys give, I... give me that good, good. <laughs> so, Miles taking this one, I'm guessing? Oh, yeah. Well, no, it's, that's a long arm. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's got long arm proficiency. <laughs> no one needs arm. to use this uh, uh, level 13. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's, a, that's a good point. Oh, yeah. A little starburst yeah. there could be uh, how, how, how hard does that st- that white star stuff hit i don't know i'm 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 you're, you're uh, come back to me i'm looking it up <laughs> yeah it's it's uh, well it's 3d10 electricity and fire uh range of 80 feet special mm-hmm. weapon property is boost 1d10 <laughs> uh, well you guys hate boost weapons so probably throw that away right <laughs> probably so yeah yeah just throw that's the trash. true let's keep going we've got more magic items the fourth case here on the ground, it's a stone tablet inside this case. You see inscribed on it, ancient looking alien script uh, wrapped in the articulated hand of a clawed skeleton wearing golden rings. So this tablet, as you look at it, even through the glass, your brain starts to go fuzzy for a moment and you can begin to see the the lettering on it decipher itself and you can read it and it starts to take shape and you can understand it as a story of some kind it's hard to concentrate um but yeah you realize that if you were to take a look at this it would take some time to study this odd tome this is gonna be a mysticism check okay okay. miles you want to roll it and see if people want to aid Oh, oh, we're going to need lots of aids. <laughs> Here, a four on the dice. Oh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For a 24. All right, there's an aid from Andis. I think even with everyone aiding, yeah, you're not sure exactly what this is or what it would do. But, yeah, Andis, if you take a, a look at it as well with a, a keen eye, you are pretty sure that this would take... One, this is probably the most potent of, of these items that you're looking at. 
and to it it seems like it'll take a, a great deal of intense study to hmm. to master whatever magic this thing holds if only we had a bookworm on the team yeah, Alindra really likes books. Can I read it? <laughs> I, I feel like if it's uh, the, the subtext is that it would teach a magic spell, and I feel like Raimi's got to take that, right? Not necessarily. Uh, Alindra has magic. I yeah, I want I want a Alindra who knows fireball on our team. <laughs> no, <laughs> no it, it probably turns her. It probably turns her into the phoenix. <laughs> And that never ended poorly. Let's go on to this <laughs> uh, this last case. Inside it is an item that looks like a dull bronze metallic scepter uh, with a, a smoke-colored silver cap on its top end. Mac, what's your culture bonus? 18. Um, why don't you give me a culture roll, see if you can figure out something of this thing first before we get into what it is. It's a 32. I can add my expertise to that. Oh, no, that's... that's Oh, more than enough. Uh, it, it is indeed something that uh, you've heard about artifacts. Before. This is an ancient artifact of Galerion, and it seems to hold a great deal of magical power, maybe from ages past. This is going to be a mysticism check to figure out what this does and what exactly it is. <clears throat> it's a 29. Okay, so we got an aid from Alindra, and I got aid from Andis, of course, yes. Uh, that is enough for DC 33. Uh, this is indeed an ancient magical scepter of the long fabled Golarion spellcasters known as the Arc Lords of Nex. They were wizards that harnessed the power of lightning and created machines, which could be considered kind of like the first computers, maybe being a little bit of a precursor to techno magic. Because taught across the pack worlds today. This is a weapon that will work like a storm shock truncheon. It's a melee weapon, as well as an Aurora arc pistol. But holding it, in addition to that, if you cast a spell with the lightning descriptor, you can add into that spell a magical thunderclap effect, turning some electricity, like half the electricity, into sonic damage, or uh, also allowing you to cast a fog cloud spell in addition to each usage. Oh, so um, if I'm understanding this correctly, if I were to use like arcing surge, it would allow me to additionally like make fog as well. You, yeah, so you can get fog cloud in addition to casting a a spell like that. Oh, cool. In addition to the weapons that uh, this thing turns into, you do not sense like a traditional power source from like the modern era. And you're pretty sure this thing just charges itself, i.e. it never runs out of weapon charge. Yoink! <laughs> uh, right, so we got we have five items. There are five of you. Uh, Wait, I'm not going to... Can uh, we recap them real quick? Arbitrate, yeah. Well, who gets what? But yeah. we've got... This is an Arc Lord's Rod. There is a, a mystical stone tablet. The what is known as a Spear of Fates, which is a magical Knight of Galerion weapon, a Rune Worm, and the Eyes of Rian. Here's a wild suggestion. I will take all of these things, and you guys will just back me up as I kill everything else on this ship. <laughs> That's a very wild suggestion, one we are going to ignore completely. <laughs> all right. Yeah. I love you, buddy, but no. <laughs> okay, shot. so it sounds like the scepter really belongs with Raimi, right? And... Adros, do you want the weapon, the golden lance thing? The Spear of Fates. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I think I want the book. 
You want the book? <laughs> I don't think you yes. can read it, can you? You're not as one, I don't know. Are you capable of intense study? I don't know. <laughs> wow. I <laughs> pretend I, I didn't hear that last part. I, that will have been a county score of eight. You may not have understood it. <laughs> fair, you, you you make a fair point. Uh, he just looks at you. He just Edros just looks at you. He does not understand. Um, <laughs> so yes, so, so, yes. Edros Edros would like the spear uh, of fates. And Patrick, does that that does that counts as a hybrid technological and magical item? It is a hybrid item, so it counts as magical. And can can you remind me again what the eyes of Ryun do? They turn into like scout bots. Uh, it turns into a spy drone, a level one spy drone, or if you install them into your eye sockets, or in addition to, I should say, if you install them into eyes, they magically fuse, place your eyes, and you have dark vision for 120 feet. Boy, what a dud. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a, yeah, spy, definitely... a spy bot can be useful going through corridors to make sure we don't get... I mean, that is very yeah. true. I mean, yeah, I, I guess. That's, I mean, that's, I mean, I'm, yeah, nobody's saying it's not useful. I'm just saying, like, I, I when you compare it to, like, a, like a plus six. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's nearly as cool as that. <laughs> it's like, it's like, oh, beans. <laughs> uh, Wait, and we don't know what the tablet is, right? Like the tome? Correct. Unfortunately, you did not roll high enough, so. Can I roll again? No. <laughs> uh, well, the, I, I, I feel like maybe the best way to do it is... First off, determine who wants to take the tome. Does anybody want to take the tome? I mean, it's hard to say okay. because we have no idea what's in it. Sure. You know? I think, I, but I do feel like the final <clears throat> three of you, uh, Alindra, uh, Andis147, and Nack, will probably all appreciate a plus four slash plus six. I'd say yeah. so. Yeah, but I feel, <laughs> okay. I feel like... I, should, should we just... Honestly, I feel like Alindra or Andis would be more useful for that because that is going to directly affect their combat bonuses more than it will affect mine. And I feel right. like okay. that's going to be more necessary, but I don't so know. Because if I do it, it's going to give me more skills out of combat and not... Nack, <laughs> Nack, how are you with books? Do you read a lot? I speak over 17 languages. <laughs> I, I think you're a you great speak candidate, them. then. <laughs> I never uh, learned to read those. Speak and read them. Okay, so do, how about uh, Jabert? And Rebecca, roll off for the plus six. Knack, you can have your choice between the eyes or the tome, and then whoever loses the roll off gets the leftovers. Okay. How do we roll? It's just straight D20s. D20s? Or D20s? Yeah. Let's yep. See. All right. Oh, man. So we got a Alindra 13 and Andis a nine. So does that mean Alindra taking the rune worm? Yep. Yeah. Uh, Alindra gets the rune worm. Creepy crawly. <laughs> yeah. Creepy uh, crawlers. <laughs> Nat, uh, Drew, are you going to go with the dark vision 120 feet or are you going to go with the tomb of not knowing what it does? <laughs> and and mind you, very, very powerful magic item. You so powerful, you guys weren't able to identify. <sighs> See, I've got. Will we get the opportunity to identify it again? Like, can I can I roll mysticism on it or no? Uh, I don't believe you would have enough to uh, oh, okay. could, draw you in with a natural point. Could Andis use his biohacker ability to roll life science on it instead of mysticism? That's only for identifying creatures. Oh, dang. I'm sorry. So, Andis, do you, do you have a, uh, a handle on which one you, you would like or, or Knack? Yeah, I think I think we decided Knack you pick. 
So I, the only reason I think that that I need to take the spell book is because if it is a powerful spell to be used, you want in, it in combat. Well, <laughs> but for real, like I, no, I, yeah, I no, deal the you. lowest damage in the party, and if there's a chance that I could cast something super beneficial, but that also means if I'm casting a spell or doing something like that, then I'm not putting buffs out. So it's it's kind of a, a I don't know yeah. the answer to that question. My, my, my guess is it's probably not a spell book. It's probably not like Diablo style. You learn yeah. the spell. <laughs> um, do you want to let the fates decide? Maybe roll and whoever's highest gets the, the, the tablet. You want, you want to do that? Because well, we you that. guys That's don't know what right. it is. All right. Here we go. Watch it be like poison. <laughs> All righty. Embested once again and just rolling a seven knack rolling a 12, which means... Those sweet, sweet eyes of Rian are Andis's. Nack is picking up this tablet, and because he speaks 17 languages, maybe it's a little quicker to uh, <laughs> to start to decipher what's on there. But it magically deciphers for you. Edros is picking up this gold-hafted, long, spear-like looking weapon. Raimi has got an uh, an arc rod, and it's like maybe twirling it like a baton. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm like Thor now. Alindra, yeah, as you pick up this rune worm, it does kind of click some of its um, hundreds of little feet. The it's like it's 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 ready, <laughs> it's primed to burrow into your skull. Gross. Is that I mean, something it's going to be awesome. You want to get to get going now? Yeah, I yeah, I have a question about that. So I have mm-hmm. a plus two on my strength. Can I move that to a different? things so that I can put plus four on that instead? No, this turns a plus four into a plus six or... But I can't move them around. You cannot. Okay. Not currently. Let's <sighs> say so you get back to civilization, maybe you get some some time in a, a clinic and they can unattach this thing from your spine. Right. <laughs> Let it, let's do its business elsewhere. So it'll take a four to a six, but what was the other thing you said though? Or it would work like a four plus four. Is it both or is it one or the other? One or the other. Oh, okay. You said and. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, 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 you definitely said and. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, well, and it does this in uh, replacement and, of and being this a plus does, four. <laughs> and it does this when it doesn't do the other thing. <laughs> uh, Patrick, what's the official name of mine? Is the, it, Arc, the Arc Lord Rod? Is, is that the actual name of it? An Arc Lord's Rod. So let's just go through here. Uh, Alindra, putting this thing into your ear. Yes, I am. And so mm. if I if I have to choose between adding plus four to any ability score or turning an existing plus four to a plus six, I think I will do the latter because yeah, I currently well, have a plus four on my charisma, so that would turn it to plus six, right? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Well, if you use it as a plus four, it, it you can only have one plus four, so it would get rid of another one that you don't want, right? But it... I don't have a plus four though. Oh no! You just said you just said your charisma's plus four. Oh well, okay. <laughs> I think almost everyone's. Oh, got a plus I'm understanding. I understand now. So it works like any other personal upgrade. I'm sorry when you said and earlier, it really confused me. Okay, so <laughs> oh, so this four turns to a six. That that's it. All right, cool. Yep. yep. Done. That's easy. Uh, cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, Thank I mean, so so well. Yeah. Let me let me get through this, guys. Uh, <laughs> it unfurls as you pick it up and clutches your arm and it, it does kind of seem like it's heat seeking for your uh, earlobe and it is it's not pleasant as it, it goes in because this thing does seem like it's got to push some of your inner ear out of the way to to burrow inside and you can feel it crawling beneath skin at first and then underneath muscle tissue 
and feel these little metallic legs clinking on your bones. And it's a, a good minute of pain before it feels all of a sudden very powerful electricity shooting up your spine. And yeah, you can you can feel yourself kind of hard rebooting and bits of your personality maybe being rewritten if it's affecting your charisma mm-hmm. modifier. And but yeah, it doesn't take too long. And basically before your fatigue is is done, you've got you've got this personal upgrade boosted for you. So this one's very fast. Edros, the Spear of Fates. You can waft that around and, and, and practice with it. <laughs> Yeah, shiny thing, shiny thing. You, you want to take a <laughs> take a shot, but um, uh, no. You, just to clarify, uh, since now I have my book in front of me and my open to the equipment section, you said this functions as a yellow star's plasma sword nope. and a oh, white oh. Uh, a white star plasma caster. Yep, got that one. And an inferno flame doshko. Oh, an inferno flame doshko. Uh, okay, so I've got the I've got the white star. Uh, plasma caster and I will find my Inferno Doshko. <laughs> you had this all this exciting. time to look it up. And you I, know, I looked, I looked up, up the wrong thing. thing. <laughs> I looked up the wrong thing. A Inferno Flame Doshko. Okay. Andis, with the eyes of Rian, are you indeed installing these bad boys in your ocular cavities? If I do that, can I not use it as a spy drone? No, this one you can and <laughs> use it as a spy drone install it because you can basically pop one of your eyeballs pluck it out and set it to to magically fly away as as it were a spy drone even if you've installed them into your your ocular cavities Hmm. so not a real downside except uh, imagine your your sweet baby blues are going to dark reds or baby blacks is that what you have black eyes uh yeah what do you think can i can i at least see in color or <laughs> you have to see in that weird infrared that Jordy LaForge sees. Oh well, yeah, oh well, yeah. Well, right. Well, right now I can only see in black and white in in, in the dark. So yeah. <laughs> I just uh, want to know if I can see <laughs> color in the in, in the dark. Now I'm looking for uh, I'm looking for a uh, uh, for a silver lining here. <laughs> uh, no, but it increases vision, doubles your dark vision, and. Um, yeah, as soon as you pick this thing up, it you can like see yourself out of the other eye. I'm not. I'm actually not going to put them in right now. No. Nope. Put them in my pocket. I like my eyes very much. Thank you. <laughs> also, if, also, this is like a level six item, the spy drone. So like, if this thing gets destroyed, I don't want to lose an eye. It's <laughs> a good point. It's a good point. Uh, Raimi with the Ark Lord's rod. Uh, is, is this, do you think it might be replacing holding on to your massive uh, heavy weapon? Oh, man. I, I don't know about replacing, but mm-hmm. so so the, uh, the Stormwire Pistol you said is 3d12 damage? Oh, I, I don't have that in front of me. <laughs> I thought that's what you said. Uh, no, I don't think we looked that one up. So it does two things it can be used as a Storm Shock Truncheon as well as an Aurora Arc Pistol. Oh, Aurora Arc Pistol. I think they're oh, kind of around your around your level, right? It's three six damage. Um, I don't know if that is going to replace my current weapon, just because it doesn't do as much damage. Um, if you are in the the height of combat, you can you know swift action hold a, a heavy weapon in one, and then uh, with move action pull out this rod 
right and, and use it so something maybe to have on your hip yeah no i'm definitely gonna have it on my hip like just kind of, you know like 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 i'm gonna have it around of course <laughs> uh, it, it does seem especially if i get in a situation where um you know i'm in close combat for some reason i, I at least have a melee weapon i use mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um yeah and finally knack knack do you want to spend some time with this stone tablet Let's get to reading. <laughs> uh, right. Is there anything else you guys want to do here? As uh, it does look like it's going to take some time. Uh, you guys can exit the room maybe if you want. But yeah, Knack becomes engrossed in this tablet. How many minutes do I need to sit down to not be fatigued anymore? Uh, maximum four. I forget what we <laughs> rolled last week, but uh, it's uh, it's not going to take too too much longer. Knack uh, looks like he needs a, a lot of time with this this tablet. More than four minutes? Considerable. Uh, longer <laughs> than minutes, yeah. Does anybody need to take a, a 10 minute rest or any? Uh, I oh, think great question. Out. I have no idea. Let me take a look. <laughs> yeah, everyone. Uh, we had a couple fights last week. Guys took care of some Elkoff, some Koraborzos. Uh, I am. Adros is okay. I do not think he will take a 10 minute break. I am rather disappointed uh, for those of you listening in. I did a test roll with my new weapon and rolled a natural 20. So just burned that into the uh, atmosphere, uh, wasting that forever. What a loser. Uh, yes. <laughs> what yes. A, I, what deserve, a I, de- I deserve. I deserve. Adras is going to go into the next fight thinking, this weapon is awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that <test> swing. <laughs> uh, I, imagine, I imagine he's just like in the corner, just clicking buttons and just everything's going off. Like the, the <laughs> blades coming out and then like a, a bull, like a, just a blast comes out the wrong end. It just shatters one of the aluminum, uh, translucent aluminum glass cases. He's like, oh, oh, oh. I, I knew that was going to happen. <laughs> Lies. Bluff check. <laughs> well, let's, uh, let, let's see what's in this uh, next room here. Well, unfortunately, if you, if you want Knack to, uh, to finish Ooh. up, you're going to have to spend, spend some time more than 10 minutes pass, and he's still enraptured. Okay. Well, is, the, is there any ch- uh, check I can roll to see if that's speeding up that time? Uh, yes. Uh, mysticism when we rolled it <laughs> 10 oh, minutes shit. ago. <laughs> <laughs> Blast it. <laughs> so if, if you're waiting on neck, yeah, you guys stay in this room. You can, it, it's about 60 minutes. Yeah, it takes almost an hour of of uh, reading and knack while this is happening it seems like it is a story at first but you realize about halfway through this is a a magical kind of recounting of the life story of a a living being that existed on a planet this ancient warlord an alien ruler that you know marched with an army of millions thousands of years ago ruled with an iron fist Eventually, an entire planet with a calm, peaceful hand was under his management. And you realize, after communing with this stone, you're absorbing the magic history of this being into your mind and body. And this functions like a Mark III personal upgrade. Oh, snap. Now, mind you, you can't add this one on top of ones that you've already gotten. What, What upgrades does Nack currently have? Uh, he's currently got a Mark 1 in uh, 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 Charisma and a Mark 2 in Dexterity. 
Okay. So, is, is it time for Knack to get swole? <laughs> get plus six to strength, oh, or oh. that tailblade's whipping at you? Con, <laughs> con. Yeah, I'm thinking, con. I think con might be worth it, especially because I'm down in mm. hit points already. Um, oh, I wish I could move stuff around. Because pers- uh, Mark three is plus six. Is that right? Plus six. Yeah. Something's getting supercharged. So you've got uh, what uh, strength con. I can do intelligence con and enter wisdom. Do you, you want to know like three more languages? And yeah, it seems like it would make a lot more sense to know another language right now. Um, I think constitution <laughs> is what I'm going to have to do. And you said I could, uh, after the fact, go through like once we get back to civilization, like reconfigure these. Is that right? Yeah, I won't worry about it. You'll be dead by them. But yeah, you well, could. Maybe not with a plus six con. <laughs> yeah, that's well, if that's the deciding factor be pretty angry for killing that <laughs> it's like uh uh 30 hit points or something uh yeah so is that what you want to do uh yeah um <laughs> so. this is straight up like frodo finding the chain mail <laughs> so i, I have sure. a question about how this how this affects my current standing as far as ratio of of uh like hit points to stamina points and things like that oh wait i'm mm-hmm. not taking any health damage oh that's stamina point damage yes mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go from 84 stamina to 120 stamina. That's a huge upgrade. Yeah, you, you gain a stamina point for every additional bonus, uh, ability score bonus per level, right? Yeah. It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. It's not, it's not a bad upgrade. I'm gonna, late I in mean, the game. that's way more than Alindra has, so have fun with that, Nack. So you get all those hits now? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be. Yeah, you going to stand in the front? Awesome. Front um, line. Yeah, well, hey. Into the <laughs> Flanking buddies. All special. This conversation just got so bitter. Yeah, yeah it did. <laughs> I know. so bitter. It did. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, I was trying to, trying to signal how powerful this thing was. We didn't know what it no. did. I'm sorry. No, I mean, I was I was pretty sure that's what it did. Uh, but well, you could have said something. Uh, well, I mean, I mean, well, I mean, no. The, the reality well, is, it's it's role. what it's what you want. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, I, I didn't I didn't want to just like like take that thought and be like, suckers, I'm gonna stick this fool with with an upgrade to his dark vision. What what would Andis have picked? A uh, oh, 100 percent the con. No, no, uh, like a con bonus. Oh no, I would have I would have dumped that into. Ooh, dexterity or intelligence. I would have just forgotten the extra thing. Boring. Just gotten, the, just gotten the upgrade. Yeah. I want someone to go from a, a an eight int to fourteen immediately. Like it draws. It draws like I know everything. Right. I would have had to change his voice. His voice would have had to gone from oh I'm a draws to I am a draws. I'm here to help all people. <laughs> I I am a priest of serenity. While I was taking that time, does that also count as a 10 minute rest if I wanted to uh, get my stamina back? Um, I believe we, we talked if you want to do one before you started reading that you could. Uh, is that something you need to do? Yeah, sorry. That's what I was Go right ahead. Awesome. Ooh, neck burning through some RP. Uh, what, once you guys are, are done figuring out all these items, maybe practicing with them a little bit, we've got three doors out of this room. Two of them on the the sides, the starboard and um, port side, and they are up these little platforms. They're about uh, 15 feet up, um, and there's a, a very steep ladder going to each. Uh, so one on your left, one on your right, and then there's a, a large set of um, massive black double doors, like the ones that you had to unlock to get into the command section, and that's in the fore of the ship. Um, 
Where, where do you guys want to go? What do you want to do? Well, um, should we go for the double doors or do we feel like we need to clear rooms to the left and right? I really want to test this out. Can we clear the rooms to the left and right, please? Let's do it. Let's start yes. with the left. Okay. Come on, gang. Up the platform to the door. <laughs> to the port side. Adros tries to open the door. It explodes. Two mm-hmm. Uh Okay. Yeah, as you climb up this uh, catwalk via the, the steep ladder, open the door. Inside you see, let's see here, uh, computers lining the walls and three long rows of computers in the center of the room. Dozens of massive monitors line the walls, flicking through feeds of the rooms and the, the grav train corridors, as well as external cameras showing the gate of the 12 suns. Dozens of other corpse fleet vessels in the Aramata. And as you open the door, you hear a, a, a muttering and then over open comms from one of the, the consoles behind one stands an undead, a massive skeletal looking figure. And the first thing that you see is bone horns raised along the ridge of the skull, signifying you're indeed looking at a Vesk corpse. It's not all bone, though, as you see a fetid set of guts hanging below its rib cage, tethered by dark necromancy and high-tech sutures. Uh-oh. Oh, this is Captain Gurdnashal. Yep. <laughs> and he oh. says, my name is Gurdnashal. Captain of the Empire of Bones, prepare to die. Oh, you know we're in combat, everyone. <laughs> oh my god. Can we I turn invisible. Can we see this draw, guy's Linda draws? pushes Knack in there to talk to the captain. <laughs> and then shuts the yeah. door. Uh, Adras looks at Alindra and says, you, uh, you chose either the right door or the wrong door. I have a captain sense. I... I was drawn to him. I, I sense other captains. I have. Hey, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Senses are going crazy. Since that was the one that was trash talking the entire time, like Raimi turns, and goes, get him. <laughs> I've got uh, this. He's, he's got. He's got his newfound strength. What? 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 Let's see what he's got. <laughs> Not strength. Health. I'm glad we got to use these items for one episode, and then we die. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I like it. Been fun, guys. How do you roll initiative in this game? Right. Oh okay. boy, Tyler. Oh jeez. Uh, can we see this I've guy's figured it out bigger. I just want to see what this guy looks like. Yeah. One sec. Ooh, I rolled all right, except I didn't. I was stupid and didn't. Innocent Tyler for life. <laughs> oh great. Oh, that's, oh great. That's no good. That's um. That's what you like to see starting a combat. Mm-hmm. I'm wasting my twenties on initiative and not on murdering you guys, everyone. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, we've rolled initiative, and boy, oh boy, is this going to be some fun. Uh, we do have a tie of Andis147 and a Dross. Uh, you guys both have a, a plus seven to Anish. Mm-hmm. Uh, do, do you want to roll off to see who goes first, or just wait? Take the lead. Yeah, let's, let's roll it. Let's see. Oh, you want to roll? <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, oh, boy. Never mind. Never mind. I'll sit down. I'll sit down. I'll sit down. Jabber rolling a 20 for this. <laughs> for this roll off. These weird, this weird roll off. Uh, see, I didn't see. I didn't say what dice he had to roll. He could roll the D100 and just been like, I got an 87. Why do you get a, a five? <laughs> uh, uh, great. So we've got everyone in order here and uh, with that natural 20 i'm gonna start us off in combat start us off patrick's gonna start us off when he uh figures out the, what he's gonna do here 
He's going to lay down his weapons and surrender the Empire of Bone to us without a fight. Exactly. He says, oh, you guys, your, your loot's so cool. I have yeah. to quit now. Are, are those ruby eyeballs? Oh, man. They're, they're oh. in Andis's pocket. I will sell them to you for one Empire of Bones. <laughs> <laughs> Tradesies. Ooh, that's a deal, brother. No, as soon. It's Macho Man Randy <laughs> Savage. How, how did you know I was doing an undead Macho Man Randy Savage? That's like legit what I for Gerd Michal. I, I think was uh, um, Skeleton Wrestler or something like that uh, <laughs> to, to remind me how to speak. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, Gerd Michal, as soon as he's like, yeah, prepare to die. Uh, you guys hear a, a clink, clink, clank uh, right at your feet at the open door here in front of Edros, and I need everyone to make a reflex save. Oh, Andrew, watch your step. I don't know that I can do that. <laughs> uh, I was just teasing. This is plus two due to my uh, uh, my explosive defense unit. Yay! You're gonna need it. Oh no! Definitely. Yeah, so that's an 18 for Andis. 18, and then <laughs> Ramy rolling that natural toot <laughs> for a 12. Uh, I, I can say indeed, uh, you both have failed, and Naka, Dross, and Alindra have succeeded. Oh, man. Uh, this explodes in a massive web of electricity, just kind of running through every metal part of your armor, your weapons, and shocking you for some electricity damage. Uh, that's all it does. <laughs> this is a, a shocker name. Ah. Yeah, let's see, let's see how the, these D12 do. Not bad, not great. Uh, this is 14 points of damage, so Andis and Raimi has 14 and 7 for everyone else. And next in the turn order is Raimi Quindar with a, a good oh. initiative roll. Boy, oh boy, when when was the last time, Miles? You oh, man. Gosh, we must have been on Castroville, I probably. <laughs> it's <laughs> 18 on, on the initiative. I, I was so shell-shocked. I didn't remember who was at the top. <laughs> Behind... Uh, so we're still all outside this door, right? It's just a tiny little crevice. Correct. Of a door. Okay. Uh, so Rampy is going to, Rampy's going to pop in here and I'm assuming he can see whatever this blank spot is. Oh yeah. This is, uh, the rows of computers and you're looking down the first one now and you see, uh, clutching the ground, spider crawling kind of on its back. It's Corabozos. Ah! Oh, great. No one would give me that easy. <laughs> I don't even think this is the real guy. I made a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> what, walking in the room alone? <laughs> well, yeah, this yeah. Not, this is why you're not allowed to go first. <laughs> wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I, 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 I'm going to cast a fucking surge. Oh, I'm going to murder your character so bad. <laughs> uh, and so it hits this guy and this guy. It, it will indeed. Yeah, they are in a straight line. This room is a lot of uh, five foot kind of corridors between these computer rows. Now, do you want to use your new Arc Lord's uh, staff, your your rod? Yeah. Um, Can I ask you a question oh, no. about that? No, Does I'm it... sorry. It, it, it'll be a move action to take it out. So oh, yeah. So, to... so, so I can't. OK. You can do it as you move. Uh, then you are basically holding on to your heavy weapon one handed. Right. That's up to you. That, and that's Fine. I'm just. Does that do a thunderclap or a fog of war? 
Nope, it can do both. Um, so you can convert half the electricity damage into Sonic uh, and or you can uh, also cast Fog Cloud. Now, I don't know how f- much Fog Cloud will help you here <laughs> uh, as, uh, you know, that will hinder your your teammates as much as help uh, them not get hit. So it's up to you. Right. Uh, so I will I will I will probably uh, take it out as I'm, I'm, I'm running mm-hmm. uh, all smooth like like I'm at a baton race. <laughs> and uh, cast Arcing Surge along with Thunderclap. Um, okay, so go ahead and roll that, and I will roll Reflex first for the Carabozos. And we're looking to hit a DC 19. The Carabozos saved Captain Gord Nashal. Roll a 10 as well for him. He's a... Uh, a little bit slower. Nope, nope. Oh my gosh, he's got great saves. Believe it or not, the captain of the ship is amazing. (laughs) So they, (laughs) the 10s on the dice, both saves for them. So 20 damage each Mm -hmm. already. And yeah, you shoot this thing across the room. It is, uh, it's dim light in here, but it lights up blue (laughs) and white hot as electricity just bounces off the back wall in this kind of, I don't know, it's that terrible 80s um, effect. Like like Highlander. A TV explodes. Yeah, and yeah. Sparks are just like pew, pew, pew. <laughs> yeah, like half of the computers over there, and maybe a uh, a cyber zombie are fried. Um, already, and next in the turn order is Nack Feldspar. Do these computer terminals go top to bottom, or is there space above them? Um, can- the ones against the wall, I think, are, are pretty pretty um, complete. The ones in the middle here, these three rows, are just about um, feet tall. So the the towering. Gurdon a shawl, you can see about half of, of his body, but uh, this this guy, this Corborzos, was hiding completely behind one. Oh, I'm about to do something profoundly stupid. Not as stupid as I did. Oh my gosh, I love it so much. Please. Please go ahead. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm going to activate my jetpack. I'm going to fly oh, above oh. to right here. Oh, no! I take back what I said. This is so, way, way more stupid than what I did. Right above the two computer banks above the Corbozos that Raimi just shot. And yeah, looking down, you can see into the next row of computer banks. And you see uh, another one of these Corbozos just kind of hiding there, crouched. They were expecting you, as well as a, another undead a fiendish looking tongue clutching a weapon seems to be a ghoul of some kind we got we got a bit of a fight here folks oh, Lord. <laughs> a bit of a fun fight this was so stupid you got a standard action drew uh yeah um fly away <laughs> <laughs> recon mission whoop whoop i'm out <laughs> uh, actually that's that's not a bad idea I, i'm now going to uh fly up to the corner uh right which about, corner right about here just to get out of the way and relay all the all the the things to everybody behind uh behind Raimi. behind Raimi. <laughs> all right Oh, in our classic pattern. Don't worry, I'm going to get in there as soon as Adras and Alindra get in there. <laughs> You're the one that has all the health now. Hey, so. hey, hey. Yeah. <laughs> so bitter. So bitter. I know. Could I have gifted that thing after I deciphered the tablet to somebody else? Because I feel super bad right now. I feel awful. 
Like, I feel like a terrible player and a terrible teammate. I'm serious. I hate this. Uh, well, I mean, I didn't, I didn't say uh, you guys all had to take one item, but uh, you're so egalitarian. You're so you're such good friends. You're like, I don't want to I don't want to take more than is my share of the loot. But could I have gifted it to somebody? Seriously, that's a question that I need to ask. We'll no, no, that's yours forever. Uh, whereas Andis can easily sell these eyes so long as they don't oh, yeah. plant no, them in their no. face. But yeah, that's, that's absolutely happening. That's going to be 20, 27 <laughs> grand in my pocket. <laughs> uh, I will price on these. 55k. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah they are worth a ton. <laughs> There's so much. Uh, great, great. And... Next in the turn order, speaking of Andus 147, who's about to get a payday, uh, it is your turn to burn. All right, let's see. Um, hmm, uh, I see the others running in, and uh, Andus thinks that seems like a pretty good idea. Because Andus is going to get run in. And you said these uh, computer banks are about five feet tall, or? Like a little over four. Okay, okay, so sort of like chest height. Yeah, so you can fly over them pretty easily, but it would be like a climb check to scramble up top. Okay, um, well, I'm just going to use them as sort of, are, are they providing like low cover right now? Uh, yep, yep, they're providing cover shooting across them. Okay, and is Gurdnashal, is Gurdnashal uh, holding a, uh, a weapon of some sort right now? Uh, yeah, taking a good look at him, it seems like uh, maybe at his side you can see him holding it kind of ha- uh, barreled down is a I think you can figure this out with even an engineering check it's a uh, an auto beam rifle hmm okay it's a pretty, pretty uh, <laughs> long ranged gun okay cool uh, then yeah I'm gonna stay right here so I have some like some some low cover mm-hmm. and uh, I'm gonna take a shot at that that big goofy green lizard. Well, he uh, let me let me uh, show you what this guy looks like uh, before before we we make uh, snap decisions about his uh, his skin color. Big goofy gray oh, lizard. What is wow. that tongue? What is that? So that yeah, as, as you like all are, the guts in. hanging out looks like it goes to whatever that thing coming out of his mouth is. That guy looks. Yeah, that's crazy. the venom symbiote because of that yeah. tongue. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, he's not all skeleton. He's he is indeed uh, undead for sure. He's got some kind of living creature. It doesn't look exactly like a tongue. It looks like some kind of long leech-like creature yeah. um, coming out of his mouth. That guy could definitely tie a cherry stem in a knot. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. Um, What you got? He could tie a cherry tree in a knot. Yep, basically. Uh, Yeah, so I'm going to... uh, Trying to decide how I want to do this. Yeah, let's uh, let's go for broke here. We're going to uh, deadly aim and overcharge on this thing. And so, finally... Here comes the boom! Alrighty, so that'll be a 32 to hit against DAC. That is a hit, even with these bonuses, his cover bonuses. Alright, and that'll be 30 plus uh, 33 (laughs) points of damage. Got that super hit. Mm, Uh, Very good hit. I'm sorry, what was the total damage? Uh, 33 points of damage. Alrighty, nice. Nice solid hit here after taking some damage from... uh, Remy's magical lightning. And next, uh, almost at the same time as you're running into this room, Adros, you are right 
behind them. Yes. Sort of get like squeezed in the door a little bit. And it's like, <laughs> oh, you go. For, no, you go. Yeah, you go. Yeah, yeah, oh, excuse me. No, no after oh, you. No, after no, you. I, oh, okay, I'll go. No, I'm, I'm, no, no. <laughs> I rolled a natural 20 to break the tie. I'll, I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hmm, hmm. Yeah, what side of this weapon is getting used first, Tyler? Oh, you know the, the Doshko side. <laughs> How long has it been since uh, you've held something equivalent uh, since Adros has held an equivalent Doshko-style weapon. Uh, since we were on Cloud Mountain, uh, otherwise known as oh, that one. It's uh, yeah. When you Instamac. got the centered longsword. Yeah. yeah. All right, almost two whole books. It, yeah. While it is like, you can tell it's designed for like human hands. Uh, your, your best claws can clutch it just as easily <laughs> as a, a puny human. It's a toothpick blade, but it's great. Uh, Adros is kind of peeking into the room and to the left of Andis, it looks like there is a uh, kind of a hallway or a space between the walls and the first row of computer banks. Is that correct? I'm lo- right there. Uh, yes, yeah, so you can you can walk down that. Okay. Uh, he's- Given my movement, I can uh, Adros can get right behind the captain. Mm-hmm. So he is going to use a standard action and he's going to turn on his force field. Mm-hmm. And he's going to, he's going to look at Anders and he's going to say, wish me luck. And run over to the captain. You forgot oh. your lunch. Oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, things are going to get exciting. Uh, that is Edros' turn. Now I get to go with some other combatants. These Corabozos. Indeed, are going to, to move forward. One right on top of Raimi. For sure. Uh, question. Mm-hmm. Since now that I have a... A melee weapon, which is in my hand, does that provoke an attack? No, it's so adorable. You have no idea what provokes attack. Like never. You, you and Nat need to stop asking. Oh boy! Uh, no, no, we will moving, tell you. Moving I'm, I'm at least to considered you. always armed because of the tail blade. It was just the Elakosh <laughs> had a super through. crazy range. Yeah, no, it, it's moving out of a, a threatened square. This guy's moving into one. <laughs> okay, I see. I see. It's it's just great. I, I I have never had to learn. <laughs> I've never learned to read. <laughs> oh, it's I, so good. I, I'm a ranged character. <laughs> I'm a magic user, baby. Oh goodness. Or not. And Knack is is in the air a little bit, right, Drew? Yeah, I didn't turn my jetpack off. <laughs> yeah, no, you're you flying until you until you're not flying. These corpusos, indeed. Do not have a fly speed, unfortunately. So it looks like this other Corbozos is just coming right for Raimi again, too. Oh, no. Yeah, double whammy for sure, right? A double whammy on Raimi. Is that anything? Is that something? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually going to move underneath Knack and just go ahead and flank on the other side of you. Now, Miles, this does provoke an attack of opportunity because he's moving through a threatened square. Yeah! Uh, you are holding a what a storm truncheon, yeah, storm, storm, truncheon. storm shock truncheon. <laughs> now we, we don't have a macro set up for this as you just got this weapon. Roll a d20 for an attack, and we'll figure out what happens from there. Yeah, pretty uh, sure. Fifteen. Ooh, a fifteen on the dice. Actually, that's going to be pretty close. Now your uh, base attack bonus is is it eight? I'm, I forget uh, what level twelve would be. Uh, base attack bonus is. Hold on, let me tell you. For Technomancer yeah, at level eight. 12. Oh, boy, I just pulled that number out of thin air. <laughs> boy, no, no, level 12 is 9. Mm. Oh, no, it is, right. Okay, so 
I mean, uh, plus nine, and then plus your strength, a, a melee attack is... What, what's your strength, Miles? Uh, my strength is 16. Okay, so plus three to that. So that is a 27. Now, I don't think you're trained with uh, advanced melee weapons. Is that correct? I, I, yes, that's correct. Okay, so that will be a negative four. Oh, we got to do some math here. 27 minus four. Uh, and you, is this, what, what kind of uh, damage does this do? Is it all electricity? Uh, storm truncheon? I'm assuming it's all... Um... A shock truncheon. Uh, I'm assuming it's all electricity. Storm shock truncheon. Storm shock electricity. Yes. So this is goes against EAC. This weapon. Ooh. Uh, a little easier hit usually. <laughs> uh, that is um, their EAC is exactly twenty three. Oh my goodness! Ooh, look <laughs> first, at my boy. <laughs> first melee attack of opportunity. Framey ever is is going to be a hit. So go ahead, go ahead and roll that damage. Uh, is that what three D twelve? Believe. Uh, I I still don't have it up, but you should. Storm shot truck in three D twelve. Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Plus your strength. Mm-hmm. Plus my strength. Oh. Um. Plus three. So three D twelve. We're learning how to be melee. All at, once. <laughs> so quick. at level at level twelve, we're learning how melee works. I love it. All right. So that is uh fifteen. Uh, 25, uh, plus 7, that's, uh, 32. No, he already added the 3. No, I already added the Yeah. Oh, okay. 32 points of damage. 30? No, what? 32? Yeah, because I rolled a 12 on a d12, a 7 on a 4, plus 3 to each one. No, 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 not plus, no, not plus 3. Oh, oh, okay. Holy moly. Oh my goodness. (laughs) It's so good. (laughs) He said d12 plus 3, so I I thought... It's so good. Okay, yes. d12 plus 3. You've rolled a 12, a 7, and a... So that's... Uh, uh, <laughs> just on the dice rolls, it's... 28, I think. Uh, 25, yeah, and then plus 3. 28, though. Jeez Louise. I, I keep forgetting uh, over the course of this campaign, you've been buffing strength to take those heavy weapons and not yeah. any penalty. Uh, Rami <laughs> is beefy. <laughs> He's a little beefy boy. Sorry, beefy it, boy. it's 26, right? 12 plus uh, 7 is 19. 23 plus 3 is 26. 23 plus 3, 26, yes. Yeah, Still, it's way too much damage for uh, our fifth tier melee character. <laughs> he might actually be uh, be moving I up mean, a slot with just that hit. Yeah, I mean, what? The arcing surge was 41 plus reflex save was half, so mm-hmm. he just did more damage on a melee attack than he did on a spell. Well, I mean, he, he did it to multiple combatants, yeah, so that's true. Not, that's not true. really. <laughs> Fair point, fair point. So pretty exciting. Yeah, okay. the other one gave me 40 points of damage. <laughs> All right, but uh, unfortunately now you're getting attacked by a couple well, of these Corborzos. Can I ask another question? Because he mm-hmm. scooted in underneath me. Can I whip him with the tail blade? No, I, I, I'm guessing you <laughs> were uh, up above 10 feet, right? I don't know how tall this room is, so I don't know oh, the yeah. answer to that question. No, no, no. No, no, no. You're not, you're not close enough to... Well, you guys missed out on that 1d4 damage. Serves you right. <laughs> I was about to say, well, no, you can be if you want, but then they can attack you back. Yeah, no, I'm so good. I'm good. That's up to you, I'm Drew. Uh, let's see. They're going to make some unarmed strikes against against Raimi. First one, 10 on the dice, second, 12 on the dice, and being flanked, what is your KAC? Uh, my KAC is 29. Already. Uh, 10 on this first one. These are both hits. Oh! With some unarmed strikes, fives on D6s. So uh, from these two attacks is 
They're both 18 points of damage. So that is 36 points in total of bludgeoning damage. Um, And in addition to that, unfortunately, I need you to make a fortitude save. (laughs) Oh, no. So good. Four on the dice is not good. (laughs) That's going to be a fail. Uh, This is its sage... Sage's Bane ability, your mind begins to cloud, and you gain the flat-footed and off-target conditions. And you cannot use any wisdom-based skills or communicate, so you're just, like, unable to, to make any speech or, or say anything. This, uh, as we figured out, lasts for D4 minutes. Two minutes. Two minutes. That could be the entire fight. This ghoul appears from out behind the computer banks. And... <sighs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I, I thought it was going to uh, match up and hit uh, a few people, but it looks like it can only get... Oh, no. It can, it can go to the words the back of the room. And it's going to fire a beam weapon that is going to be able to hit, I believe, both Rami and Andis here. It has what looks like a, a yellow star plasma rifle. Plasma rifle. Just double check. This is pretty sure this is a line weapon. Uh, yes, line weapon. It is unwieldy as well. Pretty high level plasma weapon attack. Okay, so the first one, uh, Raimi, uh, 15th gonna be a hit against EAC. And the second, rolling rolls hey, separately, right? Uh, you actually roll the just once and compare it to all the ACs. Good, good gracious. Yeah. Uh, 15 be a hit up on both of you, Anderson and Raimi. Do some math here. It's not too bad, though. This is 2d10. Let me roll this damage. Almost minimum damage. Oh, it's like barely. <laughs> Why even write this down? <laughs> um, 16 points of electricity and fire damage. Any. Oh, um, so, so half of that is. Uh, yeah, it's 8 and 8. Oh, boy. So I have uh, fire resistance 15. Jeez Louise. So none of that fire, just all that electricity. And yeah, that is the, uh, looks like the captain's guard here. It is now bottom of turn one. Alindra, we're on to you. Alindra's feeling really left out and she sees Raimi doing melee now. She's going to run in there and take over a little bit. So uh, she's going to run right underneath Knack to the guy that is flanking Raimi. Yep, the backside of the room. Yeah, and I'm photon attuned and pulling out my solar weapon as I run and, yeah, attacking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't think I added my plus one to charisma on this stuff. Uh, okay, so that's a 20 to attack. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't, it doesn't matter do it. <laughs> if you didn't add that charisma bonus because that's only to damage, not to hit. And now Alindra's just embarrassed because Raimi hit. Oh, boy, yeah, Ra- <laughs> Raimi rocks him. <laughs> melee attacks. You, you saw him wielding this ancient artifact pretty well. Shocking this Corobosos. That is turn one. We're on to turn two, and uh, the captain, yeah, turns around as he sees a Vesk run into the room behind him at Dross. And uh, Gurdnashal looks you over, licking its bone-like teeth, its ridges with this purple tongue that kind of looks like a an eel or some kind of snake. And he says, Vesk, you are a prime candidate to become my thrall. I can sense it in you. You have Varanus blood. Project Sunsplicer was not a failure. No, and you will see how the fire of Serenry 
burns bright within this world. <laughs> Will I? What is your what's your Casey Tyler? Do I have any debuffs, Patrick? I never know anymore. <laughs> Currently no. <laughs> Currently no. Thirty-one. Thirty-one. I've rolled an eight on the dice. That is a hit. Yep. <laughs> and good stuff's gonna happen. Great stuff. One might say. First, let me roll some damage. Some d8s for damage. So not not a crazy amount of damage, but it whips you with this bright purple tongue and yeah just cuts right through your dealing on this uh, bite attack this tongue uh 21 points of piercing damage so it's not too too much okay it did not hurt me that's the important what it doesn't hurt me <clears throat> didn't it didn't hurt my stamina or anything did 21 points of damage yep i have a force field on that has a 20 and then I have. Hmm. Mm, I'm. I'm thinking this has to actually deal damage. If you did have okay. a, a shield up, I don't think it's getting through that. Yeah. So the gray force field has 20 hit points, and then my DR is 12. You technically did not take the damage. The force field gives you temporary hit points, but uh, I think those are yeah just eating up first. So standard action. Tyler, that you use in, in activating that force field and moving in here. Oh, it saved you from having to make this to save Ooh, this okay. round. Ooh, yeah, perhaps <laughs> this round. Yeah, and I was only coming at you with that standard action. So it's going to uh, Captain Charlotte's going to just guarded step back a little bit into this computer bank, kind of uh, pull out a very sharp set of claws puts the the rifle kind of to his side and it's like i will i will feast on your soul you will be mine but not yet because it's Ramy quindar's turn right now all right so uh is going to spend an rp to teleport (laughs) not a bad use of one right now you're surrounded by some undead can you do that with the particular effect that you have right now uh, yeah, so you've got off-target and uh, flat-footed, so no I, I, problemo. Okay, cool. I, I, because you said something about not being able to communicate and worried that he wouldn't it's be able not, to it's not, a, it's not a wisdom-based thing. Okay, cool. Yeah, and it doesn't require speechification. So teleporting out of the room? You're <laughs> just undoing your entire last turn? <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm, I'm going to be at the door, but okay. like, yeah, so that way um, I can do some things but also get a little well, cover it's you know it's uh, an eye for an eye you did about 60 point damage last turn and i think i did about that amount to you um so i am gonna take aim at the little ghoul here okay the, with the opposite my, side of the room yeah uh, yeah with my x uh, my artillery laser yeah Alrighty, so you have the 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 rod in one hand, and uh, you can drop it and and pick up the artillery laser with two hands if you want. But then it's on the ground, so it's up to you. That's fine. Okay. Pew 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 pew. That's uh, twenty seven uh, against EAC against this looks like a, a Lebrian ghoul. That is a hit. All right, for twenty four points damage. Awesome. That is, that brings us to Nack Feldspar up in the air. Yes. So uh, I'm going to get him and using my clever improvs, that is going to hit everything in this room without Mm -hmm. having to spend an RP. For the moment, I'm going to quick draw my Hailstorm Zero pistol, which is a pistol I still have in my possession, though it is not my highest ranking one. Mm -hmm. I would like to point it at uh, Gurd Nashal. I would like to clever faint. 
Mm. Hey, uh, buddy, your your guts are hanging out. You might not want to trip over those. Uh, that is a 37 bluff to faint him. 37. <laughs> uh, not not a great sense motive on this guy, so we're going off of it. It's CR, and that's going to be enough. All right, so he is now flat-footed and get him swap out for my Paragon semi-auto, and I'll shoot him. So that is a 31 mm. to hit. Nice, that's a hit. For 18 damage. Um... Piercing damage. Yes, piercing damage. Oakley, Oakley. And next is Andis147. All right. I am going to... I'm going to track the ghouly tongue lady uh, mm-hmm. in the in the top corner of the room and also uh, Gordon Shaw. Mm. Track them both as a move action. And then I'm going to send two shots towards... Uh, let's say Gordon Shaw. Let's do that. I like that target. This Ooh. is going to be deadly game. All right, so we have a, that'd be a 30 versus EAC and a 27 versus EAC. But to say, with the negatives and the bonuses uh, that both Knack are providing and your full attack here, uh, evens out, right? So this is just straight dice yep. rolls, and that's that's what you roll. With your bonuses yep. against EAC, those are two hits. Yes! Oh, yes. Nice. Uh, <laughs> right, so this first one is going to be... Boy, oh boy, I wish they weren't, but even with the, the cover bonus. Ooh, yeah. Um, it's going to be 37 points of damage on the first one and 30 points of damage on the second. Are you calculating big get him with that? Yes. Awesome. Already, yeah. He's not looking too good. You see bones splintering, just fragments being shot into into the air. Uh, you see some black icker coming out of uh, what looks like his gut, his big old bowl full of... Uh, I look, at like him and jelly. I, I look at him and I say, I told you to go to the shields. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> it's all going to be avoided. <laughs> I, I'm trying to help you, Gordon Nashal. Go! Why didn't you go to the shields? <laughs> Next in the turn order, I draw Sferanus. We're back to you, Tyler. Oh, this is so stupid. Boy, I love it when you guys start your turns by saying that. <laughs> oh, gosh, it gives me hope. Remember. Okay, he's flat footed. I'm going to attack. Him. I'm going to attack three times. Yeah, yeah baby. Oh. What? Are yeah, you baby. Okay. Oh, you're you're uh, soldiers on slot. Oh, Patrick, you foolish fool! I took the lunge feet. Oh no! Oh, what am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot all about this. With the lunge feet, I can increase my reach by five feet by sacrificing minus two to my AC for the next round, and that's what I'm gonna do. Oh, so that I can attack three times at a ten foot distance with my new spear of fates with the Inferno Doshko side. This is this is I I'm so scared. Here we go. <laughs> at a, uh, at a, so this is a minus six, but thanks to Big Getum, this mm-hmm. is only a minus four mm-hmm. and plus two to damage. So here we go. First attack. Please, please, please. Oh, this is against EAC because it is uh, a fire weapon. Oh, yeah. It's uh, just fire, right? It's just fire. So nice. I rolled a, uh, uh, rolled a 10 for a 29 minus four is 25. 25 against EAC. Yeah. Is that correct? Yeah. That's a hit. Yes. <laughs> okay. First one's a, first one's good. That's 37 with big get em. Thank you, Drew. <laughs> 37. Um, okay. <laughs> We've had a lot of 37s here in the last few minutes, haven't we? Yeah, we have. Oh, yeah. <laughs> second, second attack. 
Come on, come on. I want to get three hits right here. Yes, that's another hit. That's another hit. 17 on the dice. Nice. 47 points of damage. <laughs> 47. <laughs> no, no. That's not how it works. <laughs> One more attack. Come on, triple whammy. Triple whammy. Triple oh. whammy. No. Dang it. The I fell three short. Three on the dice. Yeah. The whammy is the thing you don't want. You see him faltering, you know, almost daggered on the ground here in front of you. But this last blow indeed just engulfs a computer bank to his side as he steps out of the way effortlessly from that, that last attack, uh, natural three, and looks up at you, just pain burning in his eyes. And is like, <laughs> I thought all you Varanises had retreated to Vesk Prime or were dead. It's about time we had a new toy to play with for Project Gatecrasher. <laughs> it is the enemy's turn. We got some Corobozos. We got this ghoul here who's looking at, looking at you with some weaponry. I think the, the Corobozos, double check here. I think they might have to move to some different attacks. Yeah, oh boy. They have a very sp- specific morale written in to uh, <laughs> these characters and the main thing it says is anyone that tries to uh, enter the room, they try and block one. Uh, but two, anyone that shoots at their captain is getting attacked, which means this one's a uh, guarded stepping forward. It's going to make a melee attack against Andis. Oh, natural. Yay! Yay! <laughs> yes! <laughs> Get out of here with that weird what? claw thing. Go oh, over to CosmicCrit.com where we have our critical fail deck available. <laughs> no, that's not, that's not a thing. <laughs> Uh, these guys, they're, they're, they're pretty high level, but um, they are the, the lowest level thing in this room right now, I can guarantee you. Uh, but yeah, oh boy, oh boy, I wish he was in a position to do some more damage. This one is, though, the one that's on a limb doesn't have to move, and that's why it's going to make four attacks against her. Jesus. Oh, four? Wow. Yep. It flurries oh, a whole bunch of attacks. Mind you, these aren't as powerful as a single attack. So it'd be great if I could roll. Yes! be great if I could roll well. Four attacks, a flurry of blows, and I'm I'm dead certain that you are able to um, matrix out of the way of all four. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't roll higher than a 10. Uh, Your KC is is what? 27. BS. I hate this game. I hate (laughs) all I'm I'm saving up these natural I guess something more important. So five misses from the Corbozos. Boy, oh boy, this is a a female ghoul who's uh, who's looking at you all here. Some pretty nice looking armor. Has got her rifle out and got some targets here. Not too many open ones. There's a Corbozos still alive in between Alindra and uh, and it. Uh, so it's gonna try and fire at a dross on the other side of the computer banks, the other side of this room. Oh, boo! <laughs> I don't. I don't like this either. <laughs> but uh, she doesn't have to do too many targets. So yeah, she looks like she is. Minus two. She. Oh yeah, that too. Uh, so that's gonna basically take care of this cover. But yeah, she's aiming down the sights at you, targeting uh, fifteen on the dice. That is a hit. Or sure. Mm-hmm. Some damage here. A lot better than last time. That's what I to see. Uh, so that is 28 uh, plasma damage. So that's uh, 14 electricity, 14 fire. Uh, 
Okay, so six of that fire is absorbed due to my resilient hide, mm. and so that that just means uh, what eight fire and fourteen electric. Okay, got that taken care of. I do. Thank you. All right, and along with all the Corbozos misses, that is their turn, bringing us to Alindra Vallis. You're you're basically almost surrounded by these two Corbozos. They are not flanking, but. You've got both of them on you. What do you want to do, Rebecca? Yeah, I'm going to f- use a full attack and attack the one uh, directly in front of me that I attacked on the last turn, followed by the one to my left. Cool. Can I do that? Uh, yeah, yeah. So one right in front and one to the left. Yeah, okay. That's a 29 to hit. Oh, that's a hit. Awesome. And that's going to do 53 damage. Uh, 55 damage. 55 damage. <laughs> Sorry. 55 damage. 55. It is still up, but yeah, that is enough. Uh, you fought these things before, and you see it is very weakened by that blow. All right, and she pivots like Ross would have her do. And the other one. Is that a Friends reference? Yes, it's a Friends reference. Heaven. <laughs> I, I got you, Rebecca. Um, can you, you tell get everything us, on this podcast? But uh, what just, did you just do here, Rebecca, Alindra? Um, so that's that's going to be a 29 to hit. Yeah, you rolled the exact same numbers as last time. I got oh, it. Oh, I did. Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah. All right. These guys have a little bit of fire resistance, but oh boy, oh boy, does that not matter. You're and not going to. And also, that's two attunement um, toward Photon, just FYI. Oh, no. Oh, Y'all know God. what happens next turn. No. I don't want to know. Well, it is, speaking of it, turn three at the top, back to Agurnashal. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Am I awful at this game? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely my gambit of uh, of trying to get that single attack off on the, the previous turn wasn't wasn't uh, as effective I thought it would be. Um, so, yeah, I got I gots to go for it again. So it's going to guarded step forward into a dross and it's going to try and make that same bite attack i think if it <laughs> if it doesn't work it's gonna, once it's gonna happen it, i let's, guarantee let's try it a second time minus two to ac mm-hmm. no shield oh no natural 20 on the dice yeah. i'd say it works <laughs> gotta believe in my dice rolls it's a, it's a good amount of damage i'm gonna go complain in the discord right now <laughs> Not even kidding. Tyler, have you have you tried clearing your cash? <laughs> I'm gonna clear it right now. Thank God. you, thank you for reminding me, Jabert. That is that is important. <laughs> you will not believe what just happened. Okay, it's 52 points of slashing damage. Tyler, does that get through? Does that get through your dr? Tyler. You're such a jerk. You're such does a it, jerk. Does it get past your shield? Yeah. my okay. sh- Well, you already depleted my shield with fuel. <laughs> so my shield is zero. The 52 slashing damage gets reduced by 12 thanks to the DR, which Excellent. means 40 damage gone. Excellent. Perfecto. Uh, go ahead and, yeah, make me, make me that sweet, sweet fortitude save. Oh, uh, I do have the jacket. Mm, yeah. Feel that. And I'm making no qualifications on this jet on this roll when it comes to the jacket. <laughs> uh, oh, 31. Oh, Nailed it. Boy. Nailed it. Oh, you saved against it. Yes. Oh, it's a great ability if it works. 
<laughs> but 18 on the dice. Great job bringing us to Raimi Quindar. Alright, so Raimi is going to aim his artillery laser rifle at the ghoul. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Once more. Other arm, yeah. That's mm. a 21 plus 223 with get him. That is a miss. Miss against EAC. Mm. Roll better than a three, Miles. We'll talk. Oh, no. <laughs> All right, I'll roll again. Hold on. <laughs> uh, no, we are on to... We're on the next Feldspar. If you don't want to move, flying up in the air, using All the right. swift actions to hover. So, <laughs> here we go. Knack is going to land right next to Gordon Michelle. He is still oh, no. he is still flat-footed <laughs> because it lasts until the end of my turn. Mm-hmm. EV, take your shot. <laughs> you're flanking. You're 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 like <laughs> it's my time. It's I'm a, a it's flank time. I'm a flanking buddy. Put Get him. T-shirt. <laughs> Get him. Paragon semi-auto pistol. Let's do this. Oh. <laughs> You're flying up to him and no, I'm landing next to him. I'm landing. Okay, he's gonna hit you. Sounds good to no, me. No, he's he's not gonna hit me because he's he's flat-footed because I have no attack of opportunity right now. And oh. maybe he, if he doesn't die this round, oh. which hopefully he will, hint hint, <laughs> EV. Oh no, there's so much pressure. There's so much pressure. <laughs> that is a 29 to hit uh, against uh, KAC. That's hit uh, for 18 damage. Still up. Oh, just barely still up. You put this to his back, and it does seem like he's got a little bit of shield energy left. But you whip this clip through him, this single semi-auto shot. And yeah, he's not looking too good. More of this black acre spilling out across the, the floor. Uh, Andis147, we're on to you. Hmm. Rebecca, I saw your note. Um, <laughs> Rebecca's asked me to five foot step away. <laughs> it's about that time. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Ah, see, here's the thing my battery's dead. Um, oh, no. So I've got to recharge it. Uh, or I've got to uh, reload it. It's cool. I got some fire resistance. I'll be fine. Here we go. Okay. Last away. All right. So uh, I'm going to uh, swift action pull out a battery. Move action, load it up, and then aim it right at uh, Tongues McKenzie and uh, <laughs> and uh, give her one of those good old-fashioned overcharge shots with uh, deadly aim. Against the ghoul? Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, that's not very good. <laughs> Three on the dice. Well, I didn't waste my... <laughs> My ammo. So hope, hopefully Alindra's Explodathon can deal with this. Hopefully. We'll see. We will see. Uh, not yet, though, because it is Edros's turn. Edros, you know what you have to do. Yeah, Edros smiles, and he's like, Nark, I can't even see you behind this. <laughs> Maybe like what? through the ribs. Through the power of friendship, I know you're there. <laughs> I... I hope you're ready, Gordon Nishal. Your end is here. And uh, he's going to attack three times again. Oh, Oh, boy. He's he's got big get him. No, he's he's just got regular get him. Just regular get him. Regular get him. That's fine. Regular get him. Flanking, which means these three attacks are only at a minus two. This can't fail. Don't say Mm. that. Please don't say that. I wish you hadn't said that. <laughs> Three doshkos. Oh boy. Here we go. Oh, that's a oh. 
so stay on a 17. Oh, yes. Oh, my goodness. That's BS. This digital dice rolled to a <laughs> yes! 10. <laughs> yes. It, the, the readout roll 20 is saying 17. Yeah. Oh, 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 roll 20's right. Just go, go ahead and roll. Hit. I'm going to subtract 10 from that because you actually <laughs> rolled <laughs> No, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Ignore that dice. Oh, look, they're gone on my screen. They're gone on my screen. If we delete the entire chat, there'll be no record of this. Uh, no, that's uh, uh, it, it's a uh, minus two. Yeah, yes. so that's a 34 to hit. Yeah, it would have been a delightful miss if you had rolled that seven, but that is a hit. 44 <laughs> and, yeah. points of fire. Ooh, yeah. Even even if he had uh, he had some Andis level fire protection, that is enough to chop him in half. Yes, nice. Tyler, I am high fiving you from the other coast right now so hard. <laughs> oh, I got your back, buddy. The guts still squirming all over the place. Bones kind of rigor mortis, doing a little dance of death. So the combat. Adros drives like the Doshko blade because he's got a full attack action. So he drives it even deeper and he goes, what's wrong? I thought you were going to use me as a plaything, Nashar. <laughs> Is what he says in, in response. Uh, great. It's the, the rest of the enemy's turn. And this one is going to continue attack against Andis. This one is going to continue on Alindra. Four attacks, I think. Probably what they're going to do. Because, <laughs> you know, I, I, I want some more 20s. I need some more 20s. I need some more ones. All seven fever. All seven fever. Mm-mm-mm. Okay, so let's do, let's do four d20s against Andis first. Do I have cover Damn. against this attack? No, not really. Not, uh, I can see some melees. Oh, rolling better, finally. What's your, your KAC? That is a 28. I have rolled three hits against KAC. Yeah, the uh, 15, a 16, and a 19 all hitting. Finally, I think these Corbosos needed some, some retribution here. Let me do a bunch of damage attacks. Oh boy, rolling really, really low on the the damage. That is still uh, forty four points of bludgeoning damage from three attacks. Swamp, swamp, swamp. And the same is hopefully going to happen to Alindra. <laughs> uh, let me roll these forty twenty against her. Oh, considerably worse. A lot worse. She's so fast. I can't get her. I've rolled I've rolled one hit, I can tell you. Uh, the 17 on the dice. Oh. And 15 points of, of bludgeoning damage. This is not, not the one that still has Sage's Bane, which is dumb of me. But um, finally, my ghoul. Uh, I think she's going to move down this... This row, now that she sees Knack and Edros just kind of standing there um, in a, a nice, neat line. And uh, she says, Captain, no! She's going to make a, a fire with her line weapon against you both. Okay, and she's firing against... What is your EAC, Tyler? My EAC is 28. All right, is and I'm guessing, Drew, you're less than that, hopefully. I am a 27. Okay, yep, these are, are two hits with this line weapon. Ah. This is a Yellow Star Plasma Rifle, which she's shot a few times here, and it is 2d10. Electricity and fire damage. Ooh, not great, not great damage. 
so that is 21 points of uh, uh, what do you um, 11 electricity, 10 fire damage. Okay. So I've got All the thermal right. capacitor, so that's Figure five. it out. Figure out the math. So you said 11 <laughs> electricity and 10 yeah. fire? Okay. Yes. And that is their turn, sadly, bringing us to Alintra Vallis. I realize I haven't moved this ghoul very far away Yeah, this ghoul moved <laughs> right in my range, so I don't even have to move anymore. So I'm going to use Supernova just standing right where I am. This will hit Andis. I don't think it will hit Raimi because he's outside the door, right? Yeah. Cover there. Well, actually, I'm sorry. Are you doing 15 foot? 10 foot. You just need to do 10 foot. Yeah, that won't. That wouldn't hit him. Okay, so reflex saves. These guys are graviton attuned, giving them a little boost. The Corbozos. And 11 and a 12 on the dice. They've both saved. Ooh. A 14 on the dice. That is three saves from them. So. And from Andis. Andis just barely saved. Barely, (laughs) barely. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So everyone's taking half damage here. They've got got a little bit of of fire resistance, but... Yeah, so that'll be 21 damage. Um, Right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me do some math here. They're not doing great, but they are. They are all still in the fight, but yeah, these two Corbozos are not looking great. Um... (laughs) <laughs> they, they've taken a lot of damage, uh, mainly from Alindra, <laughs> a little bit from from everyone else. But alrighty, uh, Alindra, uh, any move action you want to do? Uh, no, I'm just gonna stay here. All right. So between the two undead monks, and that brings us to the top of turn four. Got uh, Gurdnashala to the top, but it's not doing too well these days. Uh, Rainy <laughs> Miles, we're back to you. Uh, so, uh, Raimi's going to fire his uh, artillery uh, laser rifle at uh, the thing in front of him. The Corobozos, it looks yeah. like. Uh, the Corobozo. That's, <laughs> that's attacking the Andes. <laughs> oh, no! Oh, yeah, baby! Yeah! Oh. So that's uh, 28 damage, critical effect of 23, and burn, which I believe is... Well. First of all, that's like 52 damage right there, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah, with that, yeah, <laughs> you're able to put a hole where his neck was <laughs> and his head falls to the ground. A lot of decapitations on this show, but this one is, is humorous because he's still trying to talk on the ground there. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, boy, oh, boy. Gosh, that was almost, <laughs> almost exactly what you needed was that grit. Oh, geez, Louise. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm happy to have it. Knack Feldspar, on to you. Nice shot, Raimi. Raimi gives him a thumbs up. Uh, you got so this ghoul behind you in this row of computers here. Pointing at the ghoul, he says, get him. Then he says, hey, tongue lady, uh, don't trip over your own drool. I don't know. Clever faint. <laughs> oh, no. That's oh, no. a, that's oh, a no. natural one, which is still a two. Which is still a twenty-one to. Do you want to, to re-roll? Faint. It? Uh, I, I do believe I get to know if I pass or fail, but I mean, I guess a one is a fail. Well, so it's I'm a gonna, fail, but you have the option of re-rolling. Yeah, I'm gonna re-roll this. Adding your expertise. That's a thirty-nine. Oh, you rolled. <laughs> you rolled a nineteen. Believe it or not, that's a, a success. Hey, and I'm gonna try to shoot her in the head with my Paragon semi-auto pistol. Taking a shot. That's a 32 to hit. Nice. Oh, yeah, that's it. For <laughs> so uh, much. 34 to hit. 29 points of damage. So much max damage, Drew. <laughs> that's so yeah. much. 
Wow, three sixes wow. and a five. He's, he's got a high from helping Adras kill this guy that wanted to kill his family. Oh my gosh, I'm yeah. impressed. He's got a murder on the mind. <laughs> wow, yeah. It's, well, she's not doing well after that. <laughs> um, and and it's 147, on to you. This one that was attacking you, taken out. You see oh, outside, right. uh, hiding behind the door, Raimi. Uh, shot like through your legs and <laughs> obliterated this this Corbozos. Yeah, uh, there's, there's one more of them left. These undead monks, and on the other side of you, just ten feet away, is the ghoul. What do you want to do? Uh, I'm gonna shoot at that ghoul. Um, since since uh, since now I'm not being threatened by a by a spooky undead monk. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna yeah. Let's say we're gonna boost it, overcharge it, deadly aim. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. That's one of those super hits that you hear so much about. <laughs> 19 on the dice. That's it. All right. And then give me one of those. Give me one of those. Oh, my gosh. Really? Okay. Um, and then that's a 37 points of damage. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. 37. I've got to say it. Okay. Still up after that. Still up, taking a good deal of damage. This this one as well. You can tell this is another uh, uh, trained mechanic, such as yourself. See these long arms. Oh. Mm. And we are on to Adros Varanis, Tyler. Adros, <laughs> you see Dross holding the spear, and he's like, "Okay, I, I think I think one of these ends fires something." Um, hold on, hold on. Click, 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 <laughs> click, 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 oh, click, 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 click. <laughs> Um, oh, oh, neck, duck! <laughs> and he fires off this massive plasma caster. <laughs> oh, dear, dear God, please roll a one. <laughs> I need it in my uh, life, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> I live to serve. Let's see what happens. Uh, you know what? Just to make it easier for you, I'll double attack with it. How about that? Oh, it does make it easier. Oh, no, no, wait. Andis, how does boosting work? Andis, how does boosting work? I can boost this, right? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's the button on the side. It's on the left. No, the other left. It's, yeah. That, oh, that, oh, that oh, okay. 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 I'll boost yeah, it. Yeah. I'll boost it. <laughs> Nick, I'm boosting it. <laughs> so single attack. Boosted. Spear of Fates. Plasma Caster. Attack. Oh, that's a, that's Ooh. a, what, a 30? 30, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, tw- that's 26 points of damage plus 1d10. That's an additional seven points of damage. If you do math, that means it's 33 points of damage. Fire and electric. <laughs> if you do math. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, gosh. What kind of plasma cancer? This is a, a white star, right? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So much damage. Uh, yeah. So with that, just shooting over the top of your flanking buddy Nack's head, uh, you... <laughs> able to score this massive hit you see plasma energy eating away at her armor here and it burns uh, straight into her chest leaving a gooey smoldering wreck she did yes nice double- i love this thing <laughs> oh that's that's Edros's turn right yes and uh, brings us to our, our final Corabozos, who's still on top of Alindra. He's managed to hit her, what, once so far? Yeah. <laughs> okay, jeez. Yeah, uh, I think we we got to try four, four attacks again, right? Yep, four attacks. Here, here they come. Getting greedy. Oh, boy. Not great. Not great rolls. I, I need some... <laughs> Some more uh, <laughs> plus 10. You're, you're KC 29? 27. 27. 
Yep, still not a, a number of hits that I need here. Uh, that's one hit. Uh, punching you, bludgeoning damage. 15 points of bludgeoning damage. And it's your turn. All right. If Alinda's I were really behind, if I were so a betting man, yeah, she's one -on -one going combat. to full attack on this thing because she's got to, she's got to take this thing down, or else she's going to look really stupid in front of all of her friends. <laughs> yeah, this is like so. the, the melee fight over. Here. <laughs> all right, uh, so full attack on this. Let's see. 30, yeah, 32 hit. That's a hit. All right, so that's going to do 47 damage. All right, and with a single Solarian slash, <laughs> you're able to cut this thing's legs out from underneath it, and it oh, falls good. to the ground, oh, breaks its neck, and it is dead. Woo! Yay! Ooh, just like a yes! cross, I use the rest of my full attack to, like, shove my solar weapon into it. <laughs> oh, gosh, you guys. It's it's thrice dead, <laughs> twice dead, thrice shy, and we are out of combat. Nice. Uh, oh, Nax searches Gordonashal for the keys to the ship. <laughs> you find them, yes. <laughs> but uh, as you're searching, a an undead skeleton hand grabs your. Uh, apparently, the undead bosses in the Starfinder universe very hard to kill without them getting their their last words across. <laughs> It, it does seem like Gurdon Ashal has a, a little bit of undead ne necromancy kind of keeping it together. You see the, the jaw just like fall away from it. But it seems like the, the voice being projected to you guys is coming from, from elsewhere. And you, you hear, <laughs> I've died before. And there's one thing I can tell you about the other side. <laughs> they will say to you to be continued oh. <laughs> boring <laughs> you uh, you make up an ending to this episode drew <laughs> <laughs> uh uh Adros immediately goes over to alindra and he says now uh, i know that i just flanked with knack but it meant nothing this better be uh, it meant, uh, a fun character thing because i said to be continued i meant it <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I see you have a new flanking buddy. It's it's no it's no 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 really really it was a it, it, it was a, it was a, it just comes over and stands on the other side of this dead monk and starts like kicking <laughs> it. And it's like yeah we're doing it. Hey 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 team team team. There's enough knack flanking to go around. We're good. No, we're good. No no knack knack. You're not making this any easier. It was the one time thing. It will never happen again. <laughs> real awkward. Real awkward up in the uh, command. <laughs> Uh yeah, you've 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 killed Gurdnashal, Captain of yes! the Bones. You've taken out his retinue. You've got all these computers. We're gonna see what that means next week when we get back on the podcast, episode seventy. Woo! Uh, milestone, perhaps next week. We shall see what happens uh, next time on the show. You guys have a, a good time tonight. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Yes, sir. Got some magic items, got some murder onto your belt. It's kind of the, the classic uh, kill and loot um, mentality. <laughs> or, or loot and then kill, which is what we yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, thank you guys for playing with me. Thank, thank you. you. We have only a few more episodes left of this season, and I want to thank everyone out there that has caught up and still listening, and I I hope you guys are excited as I am for finishing this up. Uh, say, say, we'll see you in the last few episodes. Good night. We'll Good see night. you in the last few episodes. Good night. Good night.
The end is nigh. 